Welcome to another episode of the Men Insights Podcast, and oh man, as the title of this episode says, what a time to be a wrestling fan, and I mean that in the most positive and negative ways possible. Now, my last episode was recapping the Royal Rumble, and I did briefly mention the Vince McMahon stuff, and I said I wasn't going to comment on that, but kind of so much stuff has been coming out about that, I don't know. And then also we got other things in the wake in the... Uh, follow-up uh, fallout from the Royal Rumble that kind of ties into what happened with Vince McMahon's situation which, I mean, if you've uh, been living under a rock or the rock um, yeah, lame joke, I know and if you've been active on social media especially, then you'll know that uh, this past Friday on Smackdown uh, we got a little curveball on Cody's road to finishing the story with uh, the rock Coming back and uh, different conflicting reports relating to that. Whether you want to believe either one of them, there's the one that says this was a last-minute decision of The Rock trying to save WrestleMania in the wake of Punk injuring his tricep and being out of WrestleMania. Brock having to be pulled out of WrestleMania and uh, because of his involvement in the Vince McMahon stuff. And then there's also the reports that this was put into Dwayne's contract when he signed on to be a chair, a board member for a TKO. Uh, whichever one of them you want to believe, I don't know. But yeah, it has created quite the backlash online with the video on WWE's YouTube channel of that segment from SmackDown with Rock and Roman being uh, the most disliked video in the history of WWE's YouTube channel, which before that, I think the most disliked was uh, when they announced Charlotte as being part of the main event of WrestleMania 35. And, uh,. It's just kind of funny how just history repeating itself. Because everyone wanted Becky versus Ronda for the main event of 35. Charlotte got inserted and people flip the fuck out about that. And here we are this year. Everyone wanting Cody versus Roman to f- part 2 to finish the story. Rock is being inserted in there and started the hashtag we want Cody. Fans booing the hell out of the Rock at live events during Vengeance Day. Kicking off Raw earlier tonight uh, with Rocky Sucks chants. Um, yeah, fans are very vocal in their displeasure and disapproval of the situation. And uh, I'll admit I am one of those people because I was, even though Punk was my pick to win the Royal Rumble, I mean, you watch it on YouTube or Spotify, I'm wearing the CM Punk t shirt right now. Um, that was a nice little generous gift from my boy Rez. He was at the Royal Rumble. And, um, and I also, I'm going to be, hopefully, if things work out, going to be recording a, po- a podcast with him later this week, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, even though I wanted Punk to win the Rare Rumble this year, I was more than happy that Cody won because he was my number two pick, and I was so happy it was going to be Cody versus Roman Part 2 for the WWE title, closing the story, finishing the story, closing that chapter, and now... Uh, 
who knows what's gonna happen because yeah the monkey wrench of the rock being inserted into the story nobody knows what's gonna happen and i did see a screenshot of a tweet from cody uh saying you know appreciate basically saying he appreciates the passionate support but trust him uh what exactly he means by that i guess we'll just have to wait and see uh how that goes over the next five or so weeks or however many weeks between now and wrestlemania because a lot can happen between now and then and we still got elimination chamber coming up which i mean we had now there's gonna be some qualifying matches over the next couple weeks for raw going into elimination chamber to see who's gonna go on to face rhea ripley at wrestlemania becky lynch was the first to qualify and um we also have a I believe DIY, they qualified to take on Butch, I'm sorry, not Butch, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate on SmackDown to determine who's going to go on to face Judgment Day for the tag titles. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's quite a quite a time to be a wrestling fan. It's, you know, we got that and then, you know, they just say we got uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes turning on Trick Williams, which when, they, when we get to stand and deliver and have their match, that's going to be a... Uh, it's gonna be, I, th- I want to say, on the same level of Gargano Ciampa from Stand and Deliver 2018 and their rivalry. Um, granted, that one had ample time to build up because of Ciampa being injured and they had to prolong that story for several months, which just made it even better, in my opinion. This one, it's been building up for several months, um, and the turn finally happened. At Vengeance Day, and now we're on to on the road to stand and deliver, and that's going to be the most anticipated match for sure. Um, and we also got Naomi officially part of SmackDown, Andrade officially part of Raw, Tiffany Stratton officially part of SmackDown as well. Which uh, high hopes for her. Been a fan of hers since she debuted uh, during the 2.0 era of NXT. Um, and then we're getting much much closer to. AEW's Revolution pay-per-view where we get to the final match of Sting's career and still don't have it officially confirmed that it's going to be Sting and Darby Allin versus the Young Bucks as his final match but I'm intrigued to see where the story goes because where they're building up with the Young Bucks now being Matthew and Nicholas Jackson um, taking full advantage of their EVP roles and really just playing that off as like the most douchiest executives on screen and i love it i mean i'm all for that them being the evil corporate heel version of the young bucks i'm all for that you know they need they need more uh layered characters like that in AEW. it's good it's a good uh, character arc if you want to call it that and helps create better stories and just like the way they've been building up with uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm going into their women's championship match at Revolution, I'm glad they didn't hotshot it and just have them have a championship match right away as soon as Deanna debuted. No, they're give- they've been giving it a good buildup over the last few months. They're going to have their match at the pay-per-view. And even though I'm not going to watch the pay-per-view because it's just like it's too expensive ordering a lot of wrestling pay-per-views, which is why I'm glad to have Peacock. I only got to pay little subscription every month and good get to watch all the pay-per-views from wwe or premium live events um but yeah and an impact i'm sorry tna wrestling no uh, they've been doing very well also they got uh, their no surrender show coming up on their impact plus or is it tna wrestling plus now i don't know on their streaming service uh with uh, mustafa ali gonna be taking on chris saban for the x division championship um which that is a match that i would love to see but again just 
having to subscribe to that service on top of everything else that I'm that I already got, you know, uh, would just be too much of a strain on the bank account at this time, and I need every penny that I can as it counts because a lot of stuff going on in my life, health-wise especially, and other th things personally that I won't be discussing, then I need to prioritize more over watching uh, another wrestling pay-per-view, which, you know, I know it's kind of slightly hypocritical of me to say that after I just said that I'm happy at Peacock to watch the WWE shows every month, but... I'm a lifelong WWE fan, WWE Mark, as you, as it would be. Uh, so, I'm loyal, really. I mean, I, I'm a professional wrestling fan, 100%. I love WWE, love AEW, love TNA Wrestling, love Ring of Honor. Uh, even though I haven't kept up with the new version of Ring of Honor under Tony Khan, I was a big fan of it from the original regime of Ring of Honor, going to their first Ring of Honor pay-per-view in 2007. Um, and... Uh, which I didn't even know that it was their pay-per-view until I was there for the taping because it was kind of a last-minute thing and I decided the day before when I was still living in New York City at the time I saw they were doing a show at the Manhattan Center I was like, oh, let me go check this out I went, found out it was the taping of their first pay-per-view and it was awesome and I got to see Brian Danielson Nigel McGuinness uh, Claudio Castagnoli and several other people that I can't name off the top of my head and the other Ring of Honor shows that I went to later on that year, and then the year after, I got to see Kevin Steen before he became Evan Owens. Kevin Owens, rather. Uh, El Generico. Uh, everyone says that he's that that's really Sami Zayn, but I don't I don't believe that. No, I mean he's El Generico retired. He's off in Mexico with a with a orphanage, um, but a, but the orphanage burned down. So I don't know. I mean, those who know, they know. Um, and then. New Japan, um, of course, New Japan is just always New Japan, and there's uh, all this different speculation of where Okada is going to go, where Mercedes Monet is going to go, and uh, just all eyes on the WWE with their response to the Rock situation and the McMahon situation, because, you know, the Rock situation is being a big distraction for the Vince McMahon scandal, which... It's not doing the job that they want it to do, if that's the case, because people are focusing on the fact that this is a meant to be a distraction from the Vince McMahon scandal. Um, and also now that this is all part of the plan, that Cody, they want Cody to be a martyr, he's going to be the new Daniel Bryan kind of thing, you know, re replicating the Yes movement, which, hey, if that's the plan, I guess it's working, because fans are solidly behind Cody not 100% there's still that little section of you know, people starting the hashtag we want Rocky yeah, cool whatever uh, I'm team Cody but uh, yeah it is just uh, I still believe though as I said a few months ago we are living in the best era of professional wrestling and as someone who has lived through several eras of wrestling I can speak confidently that we are living in the best era because again i lived through the tail end of the golden era of the 80s late 80s early 90s the new generation era of the early to mid 90s the attitude era of the late 90s to early 2000s the ruthless aggression era the pg era the reality era uh the modern and then what we are now in the modern era of wwe and professional wrestling the monday night wars the wednesday night wars as it was for a little bit when nxt was went to usa network um and nwa debuting on cw this week i mean this episode will be going up on tuesday and so tonight uh on uh, will be nwa's premiere on the cw which will be 
cool for them. I hope it does well. Um, and then Impact, and uh, they're lo- I've been hearing that they're looking at getting a newer TV deal because Access TV is not available everywhere. It would be better to their benefit uh, to find a network that is more accessible nationwide, worldwide. Uh, I know Sky Sports is is a, is a global thing that a lot of uh, promotions air their programming on, but in, like the United States, I don't know. Uh, what network would be viable for them that, they, that can air across the country because uh, I love watching TNA wrestling when it was on Spike TV uh, and then I watched it also when it was on uh, uh, it was America something I can't remember what the name of the network was uh, but uh, they would, that was during the Billy Corgan era of, of Impact and I was watching it on there um, and there was another network that came after that I can't remember and then, they're, and then now they're on Access TV which it's, yeah, I guess I can't really, I mean, on the, the TV service that I have right now, I'm not able to access it, but hopefully they can secure a better deal so that we can't, I can watch TNA Wrestling. I mean, on my Samsung Smart TV, there is a TNA Wrestling channel, which is, you know, cool, but it says to replay the same five or six things all the time. And uh, it gets a little tiring after a while, but I do keep up with it on their YouTube channel, and I have a whole playlist on on youtube of all tna pay-per-views that they've been uploading in full on there so maybe i'll do a a watch along for one of those for one of the classic wrestling pay-per-views that i haven't done in a while uh which i am planning on doing those again maybe starting next month uh going into wrestlemania um and those who know me and can kind of pay attention to the timeline of what wrestlemania this is might have an idea of what wrestlemania that i'm going to be doing um, but, uh, yeah, it's, a uh, crazy time to be a wrestling fan. Like I said, good and bad. Uh, I mean, good for me, because I'm enjoying the content that's out there from WWE, from TNA, from AEW, from Ring of Honor, from NWA, because, just, yeah, like I said, I am loyal to WWE, I've been a fan of them since I was a child, I've been watching them my entire life, literally, but... <clears throat> Professional wrestling fan first, WWE fan second. Because um, professional wrestling encompasses everything. But being brand specific, I'm a WWE guy, WWF guy, I have been my whole life. Even when WCW and ECW were around, I was always WWF first. Love WCW, love DCW, um, but WWE is my number one. And, and really, until some crazy thing happens that turns me off completely from watching WWE that's just how it's gonna be uh, where things go forward for WWE right now in the wake of the McMahon scandal in the wake of the backlash on the rock coming back um, man I guess we'll see what happens at the WrestleMania kickoff conference in Vegas happening this Thursday uh, rock is gonna be there Cody Roman several other people are gonna be there who knows what's gonna happen with that we'll see what comes out of that and what comes out of a SmackDown this coming week as well. And what that will mean going forward as we are on the road to WrestleMania 40. And what is to come for AEW because Tony Khan has a big announcement to make on Dynamite this week. I know people make fun of that. He does a lot of big announcements. Hell, I made a meme last year with a basically saying, you know, you know, the face you make when you have another major announcement or whatever it was. Uh, I am very proud of that one. Um, 
Uh, but hopefully it will be either the secured streaming deal on Max, which I've been hoping for that for the longest time since they have their TV deal through Warner Media, Warner Brothers Discovery, that they will start streaming their shows, their pay-per-views on Max. Um, we'll see how that goes, though. Um, or it could be him announcing signing of Mer Mercedes Monet, Sachin Banks. Um, whether you want to believe that, or maybe Okada, or maybe he'll be announcing something re related to Revolution, since that's their next big pay-per-view. Um, or it could be something for related to Double or Nothing, something for Forbidden Door, something for All In, for All Out, whatever is coming up. Um, but if it's not going to be any of those things, most likely it would be for All In. Probably announcing, like, oh, we sold this many tickets, and uh, we're going to have this person there, that person there, who knows. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like I've been rambling on for the last 16 minutes about nothing, really. But just a lot of, stuff was, a lot of the stuff was fresh on my mind. Just wanted to kind of get it out there. And, and especially with the Cody Rhodes stuff, the hashtag, we want Cody. That, you know, kind of taken over, seeing so many people online. You know, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, part of the campaign as well. Saw a tweet from him and several other people that are behind, behind it. Uh, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, of course. Cody's one of Cody's closest friends in the business. He's behind it as well. So, yeah, a lot of people are solidly behind it. And uh, I am too. I want Cody to get his main event at WrestleMania, finish the story, face Roman Reigns for the second year in a row, have the epic WrestleMania moment, winning the WWE title. Um, but we shall see how things play out over the next two months. Uh, and also we got WWE 2K24 coming out in a month, and I'm excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to do the ambulance match and the casket match, a special referee, what new stuff that they have on the GM mode. You know, like, you know, if, if it is true that they are doing, they are going to have ECW on there. Damn right, I'm going to be playing as ECW. Love ECW. Um, now, maybe I'll create my own version of the Monday Night War. I'll have WWE, WCW, ECW on there. And seeing what other characters and legends are going to be on there. Because we have, I think, eight matches confirmed for the WrestleMania showcase that's on there. You know, Hogan, Andre, Moyer, uh, Rick Rude. Um... Uh, Brett and Austin, uh, Undertaker, Sean, Cody, Roman, Rhea, and uh, Charlotte, Asuka, and uh, Bianca. And there's one that I can't remember, that I, f I feel like I'm getting one. Um, but yeah, they're supposed to be, because there's eight confirmed uh, that I read, and then there's supposed to be 21 matches in total. But we'll see how that all goes. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Menetized Podcast. Like I said, I hope you, you know, I, I feel like I rambled on for the last few minutes about nothing, but I hope you enjoyed it, and I would love for you to join the discussion with me, join the conversation with me. You can do so either commenting on the video on YouTube, reaching out to me on my social media, Facebook, Instagram, Threads, Vero, Snapchat, TikTok. I'm going to try to be more active on TikTok, posting more fun stuff on here, on there related to the, to the podcast, related to the channel especially. And yeah, you can find all the links to that in the description of this episode. And uh, support me on the Meditites Podcast Store. That link will be down there in my Poshmark and eBay stores as well. Um, and yeah, check out all my past episodes that I have on here. My video game reviews, my movie reviews, book reviews. Can I try to do another one coming up soon? Um, and uh, 
Yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm I am gonna eventually do my review for The Last of Us Part Two Remaster. I mean, I'll really just be talking about the new features that are on there. You know, Lost Levels, No Return, some of the other extra stuff, and the documentary that premiered last week as well. But uh, yeah, check all that stuff out if you'd like to. And um, yeah, thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for subscribing. Again, if you're not subscribed, please please do so. You know, YouTube, Spotify. Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast. I think it's. I'd gotten an email saying that, that, that that's not that's no longer gonna be a thing. I don't know. Uh, Podbean, so and so, and yeah. Then thank you also again so much for watching, listening, subscribing. I love and appreciate every single one of you who do, who have been supporting this channel since day one, and everyone that has come along the way on this road for the last five almost six years i believe that i've been doing this um the support generally appreciative of it and even though i don't have a lot of people that watch or listen to what i do on here any little bit counts and i'm truly and genuinely grateful for all of it i really am and uh yeah i'm gonna go play the the new silent hill game that just released last week and uh this has been the men in Tights podcast I am Julian, and I'll see all of you on the next one.